my memory better than y'all. Shame on y'all. Who the F are we? Episode 45. <laughs> Boy, forgot it that fast. Forgot it that fast. We back. Um, I'm here. I'm G Simmons with Big Irv and Shannon from the D. We got action. We got action. We got action. Let's talk about Shalma's new um, hairstyle thing. I'm disappointed that she cut all her long, beautiful hair off. I didn't cut it all off. Whoa, 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 please. I'm telling the story. Now, she came in here last week with hair down to the floor. I wasn't thinking. It was thick like a Jamaican bun, but now... She got it done. It's it's really nice now. It's just cut a little funny. Oh, no, it just, Thank you. I appreciate that. It was just <coughs> last week she looked like a house cleaner. She did. <laughs> oh my yeah, God. Yeah, you look you looked horrible. She looked last disheveled week. last week. You did. You, you I've never seen you like that. I'm used we're to you. In, the, the, I don't what care. Do you mean? We in a panorama. I, we in quarantine right now. <laughs> that baby said she in a panorama. panorama. <laughs> we we are in a panorama. <laughs> but why do you look good tonight? Now, the way you look tonight is the way I'm used to seeing you. So don't ever present another product to me other than what I'm getting, getting today. All right? You, you, you've got eyelashes going. you got your lips on. Your hair is absolutely beautiful. Any other time? Last week, <laughs> you look like you came over on a, a, a canoe. <laughs> <laughs> and you had to row the whole way. Hmm? No, no, no. It's the truth. I, I'll never stunt you. You you weren't yourself last week. I don't know if that nigga left you and you really didn't want to tell us. I don't know what it was, but you weren't yourself last week. You damn near had on a house coat. Shout out to my mama. No, I did not. Yeah, you had on a house coat. I had on black pants and black sweatshirts. It was a struggle outfit. It was matching your hair. I've never seen you like that before. Mm-hmm. Just don't show up like that again for me. That's my only thing. I'm used to seeing what I'm got, what I have right now. Oh, okay. You look good. It's not right this second. Yeah. Up here. Sounds like a little sarcasm, but you know. No, for real. I'm taking notes. It's right here. Did did y'all get y'all stimulus checks? Are y'all rich and too rich to get stimulus checks? <laughs> not if you know how to write off stuff good. <laughs> you can cut it down. You just to that seventy five thousand per. You just gonna tell Sam what you're doing, huh? I'm just saying, he know what you're doing. Okay. You get yours? Yeah, I got my stimulus, man. You I don't get know. yours, y'all? I'm going to have to text me something because I didn't get no stimulus. Yeah, she'll not do that. She text. make that money. She Shout make out. good money. Shout out to Donald J. Trump putting his name on them checks. <laughs> <laughs> the, the boy did all that and still lost, went down in flames. Did we normally talk about relationship stuff, but I want to know what y'all think about the insurrection. Um, Donald J. told him to come and fight for the cause. But what is the cause? The cause White is, power. Yeah. The cause was white lives matter. We don't want to give up the country <laughs> to the Democrats. I'm really shocked by the number of text messages that was sent. Why? Oh, I'm not at all. Why? I don't know. No. I no. told my Did buddy. Did you notice how many yeah. people from Texas were arrested? 
You notice how racist Texas is? You live here now. You you just live in this part of Texas. Now, if you wander out <laughs> to the more rural areas, yeah, it's a different ballgame. It's a different ballgame. I told my buddy, I don't want Trump to get impeached the second time. Why? Because we need him. For? For us to care about going to vote next time. Because mm-hmm. if he can't run, black people not going to vote like that. Nobody going to, the Democrats not going to turn up and turn out like that. Georgia not going to stay blue. Know why Georgia will stay blue? If Trump run again, nobody wants him in power. Black people need, we need a, a hero and a villain. We get energized behind a cause. Joe became, even though at the time, Joe and them ain't want me with Ice Cube. Joe and them wasn't promising black people nothing. But the the villain, we were so afraid of what the villain was going to do with them red hats. We went out, showed up, and showed out, and they flipped Georgia. Without Donald Trump being as racist as he was, he'd have won. I think, if, yeah, well, if he'd have shut up. If he, he would have. as racist as he wanted to. If he would have shut up. know how to shut right. his mouth. Right. Just shut up. And just not, because he's, he's an attention whore. But now. He had to have it. He had to have it. I think something's wrong with But him. now with no Twitter. Right? There's no Twitter. Nope. We don't know what they're doing. Think about it. Before, yeah, he's every... Still, he's still meeting with House Republicans. But every every racist thought he had in his head used to just blurt out on Twitter. I don't think he's that smart to meet with people. I think Donald Trump... Oh, no. They're going to find a way. He sides with the people who can get him what he want for that very moment. Mm-hmm. If black people was running to... Congress jumping up, I mean, running Capitol Hill, jumping up and down, acting some fool, he would be behind black people. If no. it was the damn strippers, no. he would be behind the strippers. He met, it does not matter. He met with him. a House Republican two days ago. And have you noticed that the other senators and congressmen are able to be more racist now? Like the uh, junior uh, senator, I think she's from Georgia. That's pushing pushing the QAnon mm-hmm. uh, perspective. She's saying that shit out front now, talking about QAnon. So everybody's able to be themselves now. J- Donald Trump has empowered everybody. But you're not. If you're a racist, be a racist. But think about it. You're not. No matter how racist her views come off, she'll never be as bad as Trump. So the tolerance level has been pushed up. Because this dude was so wild yeah, and excited so much stupidity on that side. Even Ted Cruz, because nine was a big thing. To, we got to get rid of Ted Cruz. He should resign. Ted Cruz still not bad as Donald Trump. He talking, this dummy talking about, he and he helping cite the insurrection, right? He still, they talking about he's get, gearing up for a presidential run. Sir, you're going to lose <laughs> a, zillion, a zillion to one. Yeah. Yeah, he'll lose, 100%. Will he lose if Trump comes out and Ted Cruz now get all the Trump supporters? But Trump— Because Ted Cruz supported all But he's not going to get—he's not going to get the Trump supporters because Trump going to get the Trump supporters. Trump running again. They're not going to do the impeachment because the House—all the House, Senate majority or whatever, mm-hmm. already voted against impeaching Trump. We impeaching a private citizen. We Come on. Just move on. That's what them boys hitting. So— Ain't gonna be no impeachment. I really just think he he's cahoots 
He he's one of those people who throws the rock and hides his hand. Right. A petulant child. Donald Trump is for nobody but Donald Trump. He sent the people to Capitol Hill to stop Mike Pence. This is your vice president. Yeah, them boys said, hang Mike Pence. They was, saying, they was screaming, hang Mike Pence. Yes. Yeah, he turned he turned on Mike Pence, and Mike Pence has been he his lap dog for four years. Exactly. Exactly. He does not care. He does not care. He doesn't have a cause other than Donald Trump. The thing that's so weird is Ted Cruz's allegiance to him, he called his wife ugly, said his daddy killed JFK. Called him a coward, lying Ted, gave him a nickname, and then, but after he won, Ted Cruz became his cool fam. You're not insulting my family, insulting my insulting my dead daddy. (laughs) Call my wife ugly, and we gonna be cool. But did he lie about anything? His daddy's dead. But he said his daddy killed JFK. (laughs) We don't know who killed JFK. (laughs) We don't know. Lee Harvey killed JFK, and, man. Mm, that's the scapegoat. And is Ted Cruz's wife ugly? I don't know. I, I've never. I've seen never seen him. So I've never seen him. So if I Donald, mean, if Donald Trump didn't tell any lies, we really can't tax him with that. We can't tax him. Ugly is an opinion. <laughs> ugly, you, you look good to somebody. I know. Well, she might be ugly to him. The sad part is some of the stuff he says is funny. Like it's so crazy, it's funny. He is. He has lost all of his marbles. I think he's halfway senile. Yeah, he is, but he's not afraid to be an old, rich, white dude. They that's, incited. That's the he thing. incited a riot of people, and as the people were ready to storm the Capitol and die for his cause, he said, "Well, all right, y'all." No, he was he he was at the thing. He had a whole tent set up. They playing Gloria. Dun, dun, dun. They the girl dancing. The, the girl that used to be on um, Donald. Trump Jr.'s, not, was it, was it, yeah, Don Jr.'s girlfriend that used to be on, Perino, that used to be on Fox News. She was in the tent dancing. It looked like a a war scene. They had a bunch of screens set up. The people are going inside the Capitol doing all kind of wild stuff. He came out there after a whole day of letting them do it and said, all right, y'all, go ahead on home. These people have committed federal crimes. And he said, the dude, one of the dudes got on there and said, we feel betrayed. Now they call him. He's a coward. Yeah. And now, then now they flipped on him. On top of it, the leader of the Proud Boys is an FBI informant, one of the most prolific informants in yeah. informant history. I heard about that. What? He's been what working with the Fed since 2012. Oh, okay. He brought down multiple illegal organizations. Hey, tell me this. This is something that I'm I'm unclear on. Proud Boys. Is that a, a white organization? Because I see a lot of Hispanics they're, and Italians and all this. Yeah, they're, you know, they say they're pro-America and that they're not racist, right. yet they seem to be they anti- They supremacist. But uh, they seem to be well, anti the, the black of, establishment. The head of it was... Hispanic, but, Hispanic. but that's so the guy I'm, that's... But he was the one that's a rat, so... He was the one that was informing. Yeah, but he a rat. Hispanic. What, what are you I'm doing? I'm surprised by the number of Hispanics that support Trump. But you With should not be. the wall. But you should not be because even just like in black culture, in Hispanic culture, there's divisions. There's the ones that are American-born. There's the ones that migrated over that have more of a link back to the heritage in, in Mexico. So there's delineations in it. 
just like in the black culture. So you got, we met a guy, we used to work with him, Lidro. That boy yeah. had blue eyes yeah. and fair skin. And, and white skin. And white, he wasn't Hispanic. If you saw him, he 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 would be a white boy. He could pass, and he and he did nothing to let you know yep. that. Oh no, I'm Hispanic. I'm la I'm Latino. Nope. Lidro. Until he got around some Hispanic people, and he will fucking Chato Gonzalez. He'll, he'll turn it on a little bit. <laughs> he will hit. But when it was time to just be this who I am, yeah, no, nah, he wasn't that. Have you ever seen have you ever seen somebody during a flood how they and they trying to protect stuff? It's inevitable that the house is gonna flood, but you're putting towels by the door. You you trying to you're trying to scoop the water out. Somebody you ever seen like that dude be in a boat and the boat oh, sinking yeah. and they're trying to scoop the water out? That was that's my analogy for white people trying to stop <laughs> like to keep white people in power. They're trying to scoop all the water out the boat, sir. <laughs> it's a big ass hole at the bottom. This is the eventuality. This is gonna happen. Well, you can fight it, or you can not. But it's gonna happen. But the odds have always been in their favor. So I don't understand that if they think they had Obama in office and it was still in their favor. But the thing that's crazy is the odds are still in their favor yeah. with Joe in office. Yeah, I it's don't, just I don't understand. But know what, what they it think is? They're losing because if you have eighty percent control. Right, Obama was in office. You still had, you probably had eighty-five percent control, but it felt like sixty-five. It felt like it because the other people that have been so oppressed for so long felt like they had some momentum, even though the the power never shifted. The appearance of the power shifted, so now they got eighty-five, ninety percent with Trump. So instead of them saying, "We probably still gonna have eighty-five." percent if joe get in he gonna do a little something but i'm still white in america in a system that was set up for me to be successful the appearance of it oh they got kamala those are symbolic games for black people that don't actually do anything because i see every all the women was putting on their pearls and putting on their chucks that does nothing to help black people standing in america it's symbolic. It looks good. It gives you something to, to grasp onto that's not going to actually help you. If you was poor the day before the inauguration, <laughs> the day of the inauguration with your chucks and your pearls, your ass was still poor. And the day after, you were still poor. It did nothing to improve the standing of black people. What it did do is all the little girls that I saw putting their hands on the screen, high-fiving. It's going to motivate them, just like Obama motivated a whole generation of young men. Correct. So we may not in our lifetime have any substantial gains from it, but the kids, it's motivational to people's kids. But if you're a white person in America, it don't really matter who president. Shit's still going to be in your favor. Right. Nothing changes for you. You don't have any fundamental change. It ain't like all white people got to pay reparations. Oh, y'all got to kick in a thousand. No, nothing changed. You still get stopped by the police. You have the assumption of, officer, how dare you stop me? Mm -hmm. Did Joe in there, Kamala in there. 
they stop my black ass, <laughs> sir. I'm just trying to make it home. <laughs> I don't want no problems. Give me my ticket. Thank you. Yes, sir. Whatever you, however you want to do it, just don't kill me. Nothing changed. Biden ain't put nothing in. He signed all those executive orders. It was a no executive order for judicial review of the killing of unarmed black people by the police. Didn't sign it. He signed a whole bunch of stuff. He ain't signed that. And his own damn not either. I mean, if you pay attention to what either of them have said, I mean, it was nothing. Right. It was just. I didn't hear anything that was going to. We got to pick from Batman and the Joker. They made Joe Batman because they gave him superpowers that he never said he had. They gave Kamala superpowers that she never said she had. I can ask. Let me ask both of y'all. Both of y'all are really Trump smart. Was so bad. Right. Trump was so bad that people just could not take it anymore. And it wasn't the minority that voted him in. We have right. a minority in this country. Oh, no, but they How said that. think he got voted in? But no, but they said that. Minority, this is the thing that was so crazy. They said minorities, because it was a dead heat with white people and Latinos, dead heat. They say that black people pushed them over the top. So it should be a reasonable expectation if we pushed you over the top that we should expect to get something. As soon as he got in, signed the DACA. He signed that in. I'm going to protect the dreamers. Okay, cool. He signed a whole bunch of stuff in. But the people that supposedly pushed him over the top, what we got? Except the privilege of pushing him over the top. Didn't sign no legislation for black people. On social media, I put a post. Hey, he's signing all these 10,000 executive orders. What executive order for me? See, there you go. And know who said that? <laughs> Black people. There you go. He ain't even get in good. He ain't even get in good, but he signed the DACA yeah, shit. Yeah, he didn't get in good when he was signing that. So that's he didn't get in good when he was signing everything else, repealing all the old Trump stuff. What'd I get? I pushed him over the top, right? But as Black people, we so accustomed to never getting anything from politicians, but symbolic wins. Yeah, but it, like, like I said, it's no, the, we got, we're, we're the forgotten race. We got to see Michelle wear that maroon wine color dress, look like a superhero up there. We got to see them. We got to see that. That's all. No, we got we got to see Kamala get sworn in, Michelle get up there and look like a rock star, and that's what we get. And a bunch of memes with Bush flirting. We ain't getting nothing substantial. He been in there a couple of days now. We ain't got nothing. Not as black people, nothing. But black people, as soon as you say something, the first one going, you know masses busy. <laughs> Goddamn, they ain't going to say that. Why is it you worries about what masses going to do? He's going to take care of us. <laughs> Wait, what? So the older I've gotten, when I was younger, I remember my grandmother telling me that I had to vote Democratic, right? Mm -hmm. And now... The older I've gotten, I've learned to look at issues and what, how the economy performs under this administration and this, that, and the other. And I really think we need to stop looking at what's Democrat and what's Republican. Look at who is speaking your language. Look at who 
is going to affect your life the way you are living. What 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 are you looking for in a leader? Vote for what you are looking for. You can't afford to do that. You can't afford to vote for your No. Uh-oh. Not in this climate. No I and here's why I can tell you that. You could get to do that if you white. Because the fundamental issue at stake isn't we hate you or we don't hate you. So it's become so racially charged to where white people could look at how good a person is, what's going to benefit his family financially, what's going to benefit her family financially. Right, they, why is a black person thinking that? Because there's good and evil. Because if you side with the Republicans, if you're a Republican, there are some things that you are okay with that fundamentally oppose me just existing as a black person. Because if you're not, say if you're a Republican and you're not out there screaming pro-Trump and you ain't got no red hat on. But but you are, but, but no, I'm just saying all the way down to the state level. If you're a Republican, I know that fundamentally you're okay with what's going on. Because even on the state level, you don't ever hear any of them denounce the party. The same party that adopted Trump, took on his beliefs, and even if you didn't say if you didn't say anything to to go against it, you're complicit because you're okay with it happening. Well, that's on both sides. Leaders, if if you notice, they stick with their leaders. The Democrats don't really cross party lines. Neither do the Republicans. Yeah, but one and party that's, that's dumb. One party wants to kill me. Go for what's right. One party wants to kill me. And people that look like me and thinks it's okay, and will and will publicly, yeah, the Republicans, because they do everything they can to kill niggas. What Republican spoke out and said, um, "What's the guy in Wisconsin, Jacob, who got shot by the police?" Yeah, the dude got shot seven times. Which Republican came out and said that was wrong, and and denounced the police department in Wisconsin? Name one Republican. Name one Republican. Name one Republican that came out and denounced the killing of Philando Castile in front of his kids in the car with his hands up. I See, and I, I thought like I thought like you thought because I was always I do I, I try to look at it objectively and be like, well, nah, I'm pro best candidate. But then when I thought about I thought about it, and I was like, well. One set of people just haven't done right by my people and speak out whenever there's injustice against my people versus the other set of people will let my people get killed, would let my daughter get killed. They let Breonna Taylor get killed and they kept, they stayed in step with party lines. So I can't, in good conscience, vote for people that are okay with my people being killed at a at a high rate by the policeman, racial injustice, and be okay with them enough to look past their inherent hatred for my people. Because I even look at it like, well, that's the, you can't you can't blame that on a whole party. Though. Yes, I can. If, if you're the president, really does not. But I'm not even talking about just the president. I'm talking about them individually. How many, all right, a, a black guy got killed, well, not black, Caribbean guy 
got killed in Dallas, right? How many Republican candidates came out and said that it was wrong? How many Republicans candidates came out and went against the police? I didn't say a change. I said it came out and spoke against it. But they can't, that's impossible to speak out about everything. You, what you mean? They get a, they got a platform. When so you say somebody, Republican candidate, what do you mean? Period. Somebody who won for office, who ran for office, Republican, that came out and said. Well, what Democrat did? Bunch of ton of them, all of them, pretty much, because that's they can't they Republicans here in Dallas or on the Capitol here in Dallas, here in Dallas, in Dallas. They came out. It's wrong. They had marches. They they sung songs, but that's the republic. That's the Democrat playbook. Sing songs, hold hands, have vigils. You could trick me, because the Democrats, well, when when something happened, speaking against something, but don't do anything about it. What difference does it make that you right, spoke out about it? Right. That's just uh, but auto, that's right. just an auto reaction. No, they 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 did. Yeah, but what Republican was fighting for the people? Name a Name a Republican. How, how is the government moving? Name how a Republican. That name a Republican. Name a Republican. Name a Republican that fought for black people. Besides Abraham Lincoln. I wait. Democrat that fought for black people. All of them. I don't believe so. I, I, I All of them. But they were Joe Biden just us. got elected. They were still killing us when Obama was in office. Right. So I, didn't, did he I didn't say he was he did nothing. I didn't say Obama did nothing. He's a Democrat. Right. He's oh, he, he gave president. speeches. Yeah, he gave speeches. What do you mean? He gave speeches. He gave multiple speeches yeah, about race they, equality. He, Chicago was fucked up while he was in office. They right. killed 75 motherfuckers on a weekend. Name a he Republican. He out his own, name own a, city. Name a Republican president that even gave a speech for niggas besides Abraham Lincoln. I'll wait because maybe y'all pulling some shit up on Google. Specifically, but I know that I don't need anybody to come out and denounce anything. You don't have to say anything. So you didn't want Trump to denounce white supremacy? Remember, he didn't denounce white supremacy, and Joe did it first day on the job. Yeah, because well, Joe Joe don't believe in <laughs> white supremacy. Trump did, so I wasn't expecting him to denounce it. I wasn't expecting him to break party lines. Those were the people that support him. Anybody that's on his side, he will not talk against you. Until you're not on his side. But I'm talking about they also get their own platforms. They get to talk. Okay, but you, you're you saying that Joe Biden came out and denounced it on his first day in office. Yeah. But you also said he didn't do anything to black people in he has a, he has a, three days right. in office. He didn't so do nothing yet. don't say anything yeah, he, if you aren't doing anything. He has an agenda for black people. I don't agree with the agenda because I think. There isn't a lot of tangible stuff in it, but it's stuff in it. I don't agree with it, but it's stuff in it, and he has one. That's more than Barack. Even if he just does his plan, still more than Barack did. Did you vote for Joe Biden? Yeah, I did. I couldn't vote for Trump because it was good or evil. I had to vote for Batman or the Joker. I had to, I picked Batman. I didn't have a choice. There wasn't a substantial. But without the Joker, the movie would be so boring. Right. This move. I hope this movie is boring. <laughs> I hope it's boring. <laughs> The Joker left. The Joker left five, half a million people dead. Half a million Americans died of COVID because he said it was a hoax at first. Then he said it was the China virus. Then he said it was some other dumb shit. It's gonna go away in the summer. As soon as it watch when it heat up. 
Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker was dying all summer. I, I was thinking it was going to go in the winter. Put the bleach. Yeah, y'all need just bleach. Swallow some Lysol. Take the hydrochloric. That, that, sir, that, sir, this stuff they put in fish tanks. What are you talking about? Yeah, he. Listen, Trump uh, commuted Kwame Kardashian's sentence, okay? What that? He commuted Lil Wayne and Kodak Black. Yeah. All. And they said. I don't give a damn about Trump. Wayne Trump still Kodak gave Black. it back to y'all. He, he let Kwame go. And Kwame is a known crook. Kwame going Kwame going to clean himself up. Kwame going to clean himself up and do just like Marion Barry and be the mayor no. again. No, he going to be the mayor of Frisco. Yeah. No. <laughs> Kwame Kilpatrick? He going to be the mayor of mayor Detroit. Mayor Frisco, Mayor Plano, watch him. He going to be the mayor of Detroit. He was living here. Yeah, I think he went to Georgia. Yeah, he was living here for the long. That boy going to Oh, he went to Georgia here. when he first got out? Yeah, he was living here. He was? Yeah. Before he got beside himself and they had to put the locky lock back on him, but he gonna be out there protesting. So listen, I'm I'm over politics. Have y'all heard about Kanye and T.I. all these people coming out about them? Hey man, I heard about that today. No, I didn't hear about it. Slightly they said uh sex trafficking and all that and them That's what they being said. swingers and yes. different people. But every account is like, Well, he told us we had to take drugs if we wanted to stay there, if we wanted to stay in the house and it was a sex party. Well, why did you take the drugs and stay there? Them the rules. You ain't got to stay well, there. Them the rules. the rules. I mean, it sounds like they like kinky stuff. What's kinky? Like sex parties. They Everybody's just in there naked. And slopping. Like, yeah. Slopping it out. Yes. Yeah, that, that ain't kinky to some people. Like. Some people, that's just how they get out of them. Well, that's so what it did, like. did anybody have a gun to their head? Stay outside, then. That's what I'm saying. Why Leave. don't you go in? But I don't want to be the one to say, you know, I don't want anybody saying I'm I'll victim shaming. <laughs> I'll victim shame the shit <laughs> out of well, you, I, dumb. Who, who are the victims? And don't walk but in if you don't want to pop a mile. How was she a victim if you voluntarily took drugs? And then it happened years ago, so they say. Well, why are we talking about it now? Who want money? Right. Who, who asked him for money and he refused to give it to him? All of a sudden, everybody coming out. Because that's usually when, when the uh, shit, when the allegations happen, when I don't give you the money, you try to shake me down for from sex trafficking. Like, listen, y'all. Yeah, that means they done knocked one of them girls loose and then took her down to the bus station. <laughs> that's not <laughs> sex trafficking. That's giving you a ride. <laughs> I mean, none of, it, none of it sounded like anybody was underage. Just from the stories that I was reading. Yeah, but you know all the, the worst shit comes out, and most of that shit's made up. Will we ever know? Are there any uh, charges? Or are we no just charges, talking right it's now? It's just all gossip, really. It's not even allegations. Yeah, see, I, I'm not even going to call it allegation. I'm going to call it gossip. Character assault, man. You can't do that. can't do that. Yeah. I, 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 didn't I, I can't see Tiny drugging any, like going along. I can't even see T.I. drugging Anybody so forcing them to have sex with the him. rich millionaire popular rapper is drugging girls to have sex with him at his house in his mansion with his wife present. Mm -hmm. The rich millionaire rapper's doing that. Mm -hmm. right. Okay. Yeah, so I just I didn't know about Some that. stuff I just say out loud <laughs> and say it three times. The By rich, the third time it sounds extremely and then dumb. One girl said, well, after he was done with us, he paid us three thousand dollars. 
Because you would have let T.I. hit it for free. Right. Right. Not, you notice she didn't say I charged him 3000 and he paid me 3000 He, he gave me 3000 You would have had sex with T.I. for a warm bottle of Gatorade. <laughs> you didn't need $3,000. That boy bonus, you out. Yeah, but sounds like a lot. Spot bonus. The girl it's got a, a spot bonus. <laughs> she got a spot bonus. It's no, she got, a, she got a retention bonus. If you stay here and you go through all this pressure, <laughs> you'll get 3000 But I'm trying to, it sounded stupid when they said he told us we couldn't come in. Not we couldn't get out. But we couldn't come in until we popped them up. That's choices. Exactly. That's choices. Right. That's I, hey, man. They got to stop that. They have to stop it. This is the culture they live in. Everything is cancel culture. I don't know what they're trying to cancel. Oh, the one girl that started it is mad because the mayor of Atlanta assigned him to be some type of special sex trafficking advocate or something for the city. Apparently, it's a big thing in Atlanta. And mm. uh, so she was mad about that. Mm. And then let me ask you this. Mm. Her getting mad is going to do what? It's going to start a whole bunch of jobs. Right. It, the, he didn't get unappointed. He didn't get. He didn't lose so a how many people are saying this? How many chicks are saying this? It was like 40. Mm. I mean, over a 20-year marriage... Yeah, That's maybe somebody been down. over there a few times. You know, they get down like that. Yeah. Now, they couldn't really charge somebody like They couldn't say none of that shit like that about Candy and Todd. They let you know they freaks. <laughs> <laughs> they got the sex dungeon. You go over there, you getting double worked on. So don't come over here with all that. You ain't even got to pop no Molly. You just going to get popped if you go over to Candy House. They both going to get you. It's a known fact. You go over there. You go down. Don't go downstairs. You better stay on the didn't floor they, where they got cereal and milk. Didn't you go downstairs? <laughs> you done. Didn't um, Portia go over there or something? Yeah, she got the business too. Then yeah. she won't talk about. I think they drugged me, <laughs> ma'am. You went over there and Candy ate the lining out that thing, oh and then you're gonna try and wake up in the middle. You knew what was going on. I don't care how out of it you are. You know when some shit's being done, done to you. No, no. Yeah, she liked it. That's that. I think people think that's cool now. Like What's that? All this pretending you gay or pretending you bi or whatever it is. Yeah, that shit worked for women. That shit don't work for men. Well, you can't pretend you like about. sucking dick, nigga. You can't come back from that. <laughs> but no, no, it was. You a boy. You suck that dick no, one time. Was, you off the rock. But it became. I think it was a white chick thing, and <clears> then <throat> it migrated to black culture. And the rapper started making songs about it. Mm -hmm. And then culturally, it just became okay. Like the fake gay thing, the girls kissing, and girls, oh, I ain't really gay, but you just kissed a girl. So it's cool. And then as the LGBTQ um, acceptability became more apparent, then some people became just more comfortable letting out their sexual preferences. It all just became cool. All of it. So now it's just like a hodgepodge, which I'm all for your life. Live it how you want to live it. Do your thing. But it it seemed like to older people, 
Like to younger people, it was cool because they all got to just have this freedom all at once. We all a little older. We from the slow trickle. We from the <laughs> be a man, <laughs> punch in the chest. You start crying. <laughs> we from we from the turn the lights out area. We from that era. We turn from, the lights out. Yeah, we from the slow trickle. We from the you cry, you gay. Yeah, yeah. Boys aren't supposed to cry. Girls and girls, you you could none of that was acceptable. Mm-mm. To now, to where it's just they growing up under a different set of circumstances. Wild out. Yeah, it's wild out Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. All right, no, just I don't. Be, I don't think that dude did that for the. Record. I don't think. No, he I don't did think. That. He, I don't think he got to take none. We gonna get into the topic. I think it's a good topic. It's two part topic. Women who have mismanaged their vagina in their youth now expect the world. From the men that they meet. And deadbeat dads, felons, and guys who have mismanaged their youth now want to date Miss America. Let's discuss. And then we have to discuss who has the better odds of getting what they want. Yes. Let's start off with the ladies who've mismanaged their vagina. When you're younger and you don't have kids, you have your youth, your fertility, um, you're in great shape. You're at the peak of your female wild when you're younger. Yet women sometimes don't use all of those things to their advantage. And they have babies early. They are very promiscuous early. And you start getting those miles. You getting highway miles. No, you getting city miles. You yeah. ain't getting uh, highway miles. Uh, city miles are way different than highway miles. So you, you younger, when you could be in a relationship building towards a marriage, or when you in college, or you hot girl summering, a couple of years in a row, and then you won't settle down because women always reach a point to where either their finances or their situation dictate whether they want to be in relationships or they want to be married. Because somewhere along the line, I think women stopped wanting to be married and and started wanting to be independent and thinking that marriage was a deterrent to independence. Mismanaged vaginas. Shout out to all the chicks that went to the Kappa Beach party and the Freak Meeks back in the 90s. Yeah. Well, but why does that... I mean, if you don't know. No, you could tell. Yeah, you know. You know. You know when it's mismanaged. You can see it's mismanaged when you see women that are, like, gorgeous but can't keep a man because she don't have no relationship skills. She has no desire. She want everybody to just bend to her will. And she done had 10 relationships in the last two years or every relationship she been in. It's always the other person's fault. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how you know that she's mismanaged. As a yeah, woman. and because she didn't get, like when you see, like say there's there's a, a lady I met a long time ago. She said, well, I just want to let you know up front that I'm celibate. That let me know you didn't get so much away that... <laughs> You had to, no. That's what it is. You had to cut the party off. That's no. That's what it is. Because now, 
you don't think you don't trust yourself to have an adult relationship. So you have to take that off the table. And now you think that I'm supposed to just accept that. You want a full you want a full spectrum relationship with me and you've taken off a, a gigantic piece of the puzzle, but you want everything else. But Gigantic of a piece is that to men. To men, it's probably seventy five percent of it. Yeah, the ones that mismanage their vaginas. I I I got some friends. They currently are married, and their wives have mismanaged their vaginas in the past. Because now, when it comes time for him, now she's tired. Some of these young ladies I knew them back in the day, been fucking since they was two. Now all of a sudden, you got a husband. You done locked him in. Now you tired every night. All the shit that you did to get him, that was that run-up shit. Now you don't want to do any of that. So, even though she has run her miles up with her husband. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. She ain't running up with her husband. Got, she married to him now. Her miles have ran up prior to her husband. Somebody now she want a break. She want rest. She got 250000 but somebody rolled old Dom the back and told her husband he was buying... <laughs> He was buying something with 20,000 miles on it. But a lot of y'all don't know getting married early helped preserve you. Because mm-hmm. if you get married at 25, you stay married at 35. If you're loyal and with that one man, you saved a lot of miles on that thing. He preserved you. Mm-mm, don't think about it. Hold having sex with one here. person is way better than having sex with 20, 30 people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. I understand. You show flow, you you damn near uh, a show car. If you stay, if you was married ten years, mm-hmm. you was a show car. You a one owner. <laughs> you a one owner. But Nothing so like a one owner. How do you know if she does not tell her conversation, and then the way that she moves around a man? Guys can tell if you're experienced. Guys can tell. Greg, if, Greg is being very diplomatic and nice on this show. Y'all gonna have to tune into my podcast to get the raw version of what he said. <laughs> tune into mine. Mine is gonna tell you. You could tell when them lips is turned inside out and they look like Jimmy Walker down there. When they black on the edges, but you're pink on the inside. I know when that thing is tight up top, cause you're clamping it, and then when I get in there, it's like a fish tank. Cause you're trying to sell me a bag of goods. I'm just gonna tell y'all what it is. We know. We know. When you get ready to give head and you wipe that hair behind your ear, as my homeboy always say, you're a professional. This ain't your first oh, time. Oh, you tuck that, that you tuck that hair behind that ear? Yeah, Shit, we we watch you. What we if know she was a professional with her husband. No, we uh, no, no. That she was married to for ten years. If she was if she was married for ten years, you probably try to it's a difference. But if you ain't been married and you just been in a ton of relationships, I know when you reach back in and open that thing. Oh, you you've been here before. This is what you want. You gotta like it. Think about it, right? If the, if the average chick over ten years, if you just give her three dudes a year, it's three. It's thirty dudes. We counted that up once before. We did. Y'all came up with like two million or something. No, <laughs> just, no, we just came up with well what, over hundred. What, what's wrong with wanting what you want? Like what? There's nothing you, wrong. You you want saying. you can want whatever you want, but are you qualified to get what you want? Are you? Because repercussions for it. Because think about it. If a guy, if a if a girl says, "I want a guy that's six six, in great shape, 
He makes a hundred thousand. He's a good guy. He's chivalrous. He's generous. Then look at her. Nine times out of ten, she ain't. She don't. She ain't what he would want. She looks like a fucking hobbit. He will want somebody that's in shape, that's attractive, that's feminine. Cause say if he's a, if he's a guy that's into submission, right? Is she submissive? I don't mean the women that say I'm. I'll be submissive to my husband if he showed me he could lead. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm talking about the women that are naturally submissive. That's what they say. That have grown up under that indoctrination in church, that truly understand, that are not combative. Are you submissive? Of course she's not. If you can lead. Right. Have you you ever been led before? But no, this is the thing. But Paul, who are you to be the judge if I can lead or not? Because you would be leading. So you can't believe in it and then question that I can lead. Yes, you are. You said if he could lead. Right. How you know if he gonna lead or not? You ain't gonna never let him. Yes, I would. You I mean, would not. You would make a nigga choke you inadvertently because you ain't gonna act right. <laughs> nigga gotta choke you and establish ground. <laughs> he gotta choke you out first. That's the only way it's gonna work. He her. going to jail. He gotta choke. Yeah, he gotta choke her. Go to jail. She gonna bail him out because he been cutting the right. She gonna get him out, and then after that, they'll be fine. But Shallon. Don't want to listen. You know, Obi, you talking about how women miss women's mismanage their vagina, right? Think about it. and when I say that, think about it. When I say they I miss the holes was winning. You know what I'm saying? I, I really that's how define winning. You see hoes getting married? Yeah. Nah. And define hoes. I seen hoes being hoes. High quality hoes might win. But just, no, just but I'm hold on but I'm seeing I'm seeing hoes. Think about it. Women don't say Kim Kardashian is a hoe. Women, I've heard a bunch of women say that she's a hoe. But guess what? She's a hoe that's been married multiple times. See, I think black women, and I think black women play a different game than every other race of women. The rest of the women, they score in marriages. They get married. Poor, I've seen poor Caucasians. They get married and live in trailers together. They live in poverty together. <laughs> in love. When I moved to Dallas, I've seen Latino people buy houses and move three families into a two-bedroom house. But they get married. I've seen Africans get married. Not black women. Black women got all kind of caveats before you get married. You got to be making enough money. You got to have your stuff together. You It's 50 things. Now, she'll have a baby. She'll be your baby mama. She'll have a kid for you. But she but don't want to marry They never you. get that. And the nigga that they fucking with, they never have that. The guy that they're messing with, he never has any of that. But he still has all the rights to it. She just won't say I do to him. To me, and and to me, it's dumb because women he's taking up man's stuff. And they'll, and they'll mismanage their vagina because they'll waste a bunch of prime years with a guy that they know they'll never marry. Let that, me a, do that dance. The dude that they just cool with. We together, but... And I don't understand how you could be with somebody for 10 years. No, you ain't never going to marry him. No, he ain't... You don't want to marry him. You don't want to marry you. But you'll mess with him for 10 years. And just be together. 
That's mismanaging your vagina. Having babies when you 17, 18, 19 is mismanaging your vagina because you bringing down your value because somebody would marry you. You probably dope, good person. Not saying that they wouldn't marry you single mom. It decreases your odds. It makes you far less attractive than other people that you're competing against for the same set of men. Yeah, and it's just not 17, 18. Anytime you having children out of wedlock Yep. and you're a woman, you mismanaging because you're still setting yourself up for failure. I'm going to look at you at 35, having a baby, not married, no commitment, with a nothing-ass guy, the same as I would as me being 16 years old. You're in the same situation. Only now, you can take care of yourself. And when I weigh it out, Hopefully. think about it. When you weigh it out, because, Paul, you could, you could tell me if I'm lying, I'm flying. When guys are thinking about who they want to be serious with, you damn near get a sheet of paper and you start adding up the good traits, the mm-hmm. bad, the good traits with this person. Well, yeah. she <clears throat> she cool, she fine, she pretty, she ain't got no kids. And then her, she got kids, but she cool, she fine, she pretty. Damn. Oh, because I, I, I would think about that with chicks that I would date. And if you got two kids and you got two different baby daddies, we may have kids every weekend because you can't get your baby daddies on the same page to pick them kids up at the same time. So we never have time to us. That could be a problem. You can't travel. You can't date. It's a lot you can't do. It's I a lot of variables in there when a man really decides to pick a wife. You're going to put them up on the draft board. Yay, nay. This one right here, fine, cute, pretty. Both of them, fine, cute, and pretty. Visually, everybody's right. This girl here makes $40,000 a year. This one makes $100,000 a year. This one's been on her job 10 years. This one here is on her seventh job, and now she's looking. But she may be a little bit finer or prettier than this one. This one here may require way more of me because I see she's not stable employment-wise. I'm marking her off the board. You think that important? Yeah, I want to check all that because... We hmm. do the same thing. I'm going no. alone now because I'm thinking long term because I know what I have in my mind, my goals are, and what I want to do, what I want to own, businesses, real estate, things of that nature, and I need somebody that's going to be able to match me. It, I can't drag you with me. Kicking and screaming. You can't. I can't do it. I need you to be a formidable foe. If you, if you can't go with I'm not doing that. Pretty and fine don't mean shit. We all one car wreck away from being ugly. We know that. Don't wear your seatbelt and see what you got. So pretty and fine don't last long enough because if pretty and fine is all I'm concerned about, when you're no longer pretty and fine, I'm going to leave you and go be with someone else. Well, I mean, I get it. I agree with, with what you're saying. If that's how y'all determine, you know. Oh, but that's where that, when you get ready to marry them, all that stuff plays a part. But I think women have been doing the same thing for decades. Now it's just more women than men. So no. now guys get to be pickier. And what they'll do, women will settle. Men won't. I got homeboys, if they like them light-skinned, five-foot-six, petite, muscular, I got friends of mine that's just like chicks with degrees. She cannot be a big money earner. But if she has a degree, that's all that matters to them because she has a degree. 
I know dudes that like chicks that are Greeks, that are in sorority. That means something to them. So what we like, we like. Women, y'all can have this list right here, and as the years go, he ain't six foot six no more. He five three, and he ain't got no hair. Cause your standards go down. He a go good down. dude, though. He a good dude. <laughs> y'all, y'all standards go down after year. Cause you start seeing that you were so unrealistic for so long that now you priced yourself out the game. Now six three, nope. Five nine, nope. He's five six, but I just don't wear heels. You gonna make excuses for him? But you gonna start dating under what you always. But know want. what it is? I think women are taught. Well, we come like I, I said it on, on this podcast multiple times. We're from the Disney princess era, where we think, well, women were taught to believe that men were just gonna be lined up to court them and date them and and give them the world and. That's what their dads told them, and that's what they believe their dads did with their moms. And he should, and and Prince Charming's gonna come. No, the older you get, the Prince Charming turn to George Jefferson. <laughs> and and because you'll start seeing, especially as finances become more important, because depending on what our situation is, finances become more important. Then all that he got to be fine, six pack muscular, handsome, that should go out the window. Because the short, fat, bald head dude with paper, shit. Girl, he treat me good. Mm-hmm. Security outweighs all that. I, I have homegirls who only date ugly dudes. Like, that was their whole thing. Because they going to love them hard. Them so, <laughs> boys ugly. They going to try hard. Young, young. I'm like, girl, where is he going? <laughs> it's secure, but... It, but but you gotta but think. She liked them. But I mean, but you gotta had, think. They all had money though. But, but you gotta think. Know what it is in that? It's security. Mm-hmm. And the paradigm will never shift because if he ugly and he gotta, and he know he punching above his weight, he ain't gonna do nothing to mess it up. And then her experiences probably with guys who she was probably be more physically compatible with might have been horrific. Them niggas probably cheated on her. Kicked up, beat up, spit yeah. on him. Not even options. if it wasn't that extreme, he has more options. Yeah, options is what it is. Options will separate what you'll tolerate, what you'll what you're attracted to. Because I noticed with myself, the more money that I started to make, the more cooperation I need. Just, I need you to be cooperative. I need you to be, like, not chaotic. I need you to be more amenable to peace and and nice, good situations. He needs you to be submissive, and he needs you to mind. I don't need you to be submissive. See, I'm not in. I'm not into submission. I'm not into that. I think that's a, that's a. So you don't want your plate brought to you when you're. No, I don't need that. I don't need that. And see, I think, but but that brings up a good point. Like, Paul is more in the traditional tract of submission, and he wants his plate brought to him. And there's things that I think that Paul would be looking for if he was single that would vary from what I would be looking for if I'm single. Because 
Mine is, it, I think it's submission and partnership. I think those are the two kind of relationships that they have. I think partnership, I'm more, we're a team, you got to pull your goddamn weight. Versus Paul, and I let Paul speak to it himself, which is me speaking to it for him. You describe how you, like in the submissive relationship, how things would go. Um, I don't like the rah-rah chicks that do all the extra lip and the air grabbing. I don't like women that grab air. <laughs> that bothers me. Um, as it goes at my house, my wife is extremely laid back. And I take the lead in most situations. I, but I still run everything by her. But I'm going to make the decision. But I take the lead in my house. My wife makes my plate because she chooses to make it. It's not anything that I demand of her. When I date a person, I'll watch you and see how you are genuinely to see if these traits that I like are in you. I'm not going to tell you what I'm looking for because you can match that. You can match that up to me. So if she didn't make your plate, is that sin for you? No. No, it's not a thing. I mean, but I've come accustomed to it. But versus, I don't want you to make my plate because you don't know how hungry I am. <laughs> you don't know what well, I feel like my, my wife asked me, is this enough? Yes, you want it, some more of this? I don't, and I'm cool with that. By the time you come ask me, is this a girl? Move. Give me my goddamn plate. I'm going to put my own so stuff on do, my plate. Do y'all not believe in gender roles? I don't. You don't? No. I, I, I do. And my I thing is, I, I want to... Like, I would See, I don't. Yeah, see, yeah. I have. Right. We have the gender roles. I take care of everything outside the house. She takes care of everything in the house. I don't wash yeah, dishes. Yeah, that. Now I pull the trash. I take the trash out, but I don't wash dishes. I'm not uh, cleaning up the bathrooms. It's a lot that I don't do, as it relates to that. And it's a lot that I don't require her. I'm not gonna have her putting gas in the car. I put gas in her car every week or whenever she needs it. I go get the vehicle serviced. I don't have her take her vehicle to go get it serviced. If something needs to be done with it, I take care of it. I go get it washed. That's what you're gonna say. And, There's and no I, way. And, and, not gonna do that. Well, that's that's Greg, and we we two different dudes. We grew up differently, but like even like, I always I want to be able to make the money to where I can take care of the bills in the house. When I pay my mortgage, I don't wait on my wife to give me some money for the mortgage. When I pay our car payments, I don't wait on her to give me money for the car payments. I take care of what I can take care of financially for what I want to do for her. I want her to be comfortable to where she's able to fix my plate, where she ain't got to worry about going out doing 20 push-ups and making overtime and coming home with this amount because she has to give me this amount of money for us to live. No, that's not how I want it. That's not how I grew up. I didn't watch my daddy do that. And see, I grew up, <clears throat> my daddy said, fuck them kids. <laughs> God, so I grew up with, I don't mind, like, now I have a housekeeper. So that's shit you ain't got to do. You ain't got to clean no bathroom. You ain't got to do none of that. You ain't got to make my plate. You ain't got to cook. I was a cook in the military. I know how to cook. Now, if some shit, I don't have gender roles. If the garbage stinking, you're going you gonna to sit there and, and fucking smell stinking ass garbage all day. You're going to get smart and take it outside. No, my wife tells me, baby, can you take out the trash? And I gladly take it out. So you just let us... Sit there stinking, and I'm not gonna. No, take no, it out. I, I would be so. I would be out. so offended if you waited yeah, for me to take that. some trash out. I would be so offended if that wouldn't offend me. Didn't take the trash out. 
that wouldn't offend Yeah, me. because if the dishes are in the dish, and like if it's dirty dishes in there, I'm going to put them in a the dishwasher, I'm going to wash them. I don't have, I don't believe in gender roles. Because I grew up different. Like, but Paul says, I grew up, my mama raised me. My mama taught me how to do all of it. So I used to have to do all of it. So I didn't grow up watching my dad, like, get all this old special-ass treatment. I grew up, my mom was like, hey, my mom used to turn on Anita Baker on Saturday morning, shit, and we clean the house. Us. Yeah, no, I didn't. I had to clean the house. That 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 didn't negate how I saw my daddy grow up. My daddy made life easy for my mother, and it made it easy for my mother to take care of him. Any responsibility that I could take, any yeah. burden that I could take off the, yeah, anything that I could take but off of my wife, but they have I take off of my task. wife. See, I think, I think traditional gender roles, just you're just switching tasks. That's it. You're just switching off different tasks versus let's just do it. Because, say, if oh, if if the, if my wife does everything inside, I do everything outside. Why we can't just everybody do what needs to be done and then we could be finished? Because we know where everybody should be. See, right now you have chaos. Y'all all over the place. No. Somebody, somebody going to leave the trash there stinking too long. Because I'm thinking you were going to do it, but you were thinking I was going to do it. No. But if we got it to Whoever. where, hey, Paul's responsible for trash, yeah. you're responsible for the dishes, we'll never have a mix-up. Yes, we will. Because one day you're going to not do the dishes as fast as I think you should do them. And before you know it, I'm on one. Shout out to my wife, because I will say something if some dishes. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yeah, I will. Yeah, but my wife, if, if it's just me, though. Because she's going to put them in the dishwasher, she's going to wash them, she's going to take care of it. I'm anal. I like things done right then and there. That's why I jump the gun and I pay a lot of bills on top of her or before she could pay them because I want things done right then. I'm anal in that regard. Well, then you need to be the one to take over the finances. Like, if, if that were... Yeah. So you would let somebody like, take over your finances? I mean, you to sit down and, and pay, the, <clears throat> pay the bills and take care of the books? I, I think when you say take care over the take over the books, are you talking about with combined money, with separate money? Well, with combined money. I would never do combined money. Well, meaning I know how much the bills are. Everybody puts in this much or whatever. Into whatever the joint account that we come up with. Mm. And somebody else Somebody right does now, the work of yes, doing that. It's not a lot of work. You can put your bills on auto pay. I, I don't know about that. I don't trust nobody on that. But my daddy always told me, pay everything. I don't want to get turned off with my kids. <laughs> <laughs> See, my mom was That's what my like, dad told me. <laughs> so at my house, I pay the mortgage. I pay our vehicles. I pay the car insurance. She pays, like, the cell phone and uh, the utilities and like her credit cards and things of that nature. Because if, if if I make more money, which I'm going to always be, that's my goal to do, is to make more, I'm going to pay as much as I can, as much as I can take off of her. Okay. So I want you to have your own money to do what it is. Because I'm going to manage my money. But and I want to take that, off as much off with, her as possible. And with that, and with taking off of her as much as possible, mm -hmm. 
is there still an expectation that she's going to do certain stuff with her money? <clears throat> so is it really taking stuff off of her or is it just you paying like a certain portion for then her to be able to put money towards stuff you want her to put money towards? No, it's not so much. We we both put money towards saving every right. paycheck. So that's But then if, that's what if it. she wanted to just fuck off all the rest of her money? You okay with that? That's on her. Okay. That's on her. And there's no, hey, well, I need this and that because I know what you make and so, I know what you have left over. So you got you to gotta learn how to budget your money. So let me ask you this. So even, okay, y'all y'all do it how you do it. You took on the lion's share of it, right? Mm-hmm. And <clears> she <throat> have her money. She would still then come to you and ask you for extra money? No. no I'm, I'm saying, saying she does. She, but she could? Yeah, she could. And you would be okay with that? Yeah, if, if I want to give it to her, yeah. I mean, like, even now, every time I look up, Amazon knows my house. They just throw packages out to my d- driveway. And I, I asked her, hey, what about all these bags and packages and this and that? But when she tells me, okay, well, look at this. This is like a whole new bedroom set thing for the bed. She does stuff for the house with her money, a lot of that. And she buys stuff for the house. So if she spends her money on doing that, I'll give her money because I have the money to give her. See, I'm not. <laughs> I just, I, I, but the thing is, I like to spoil my wife. Is that spoiling her? Or? You tell me. That would. You would have to ask her. You know, what would be your Plug up and call her and ask her. Of spoiling a woman. <clears throat> like, is that your thing? Like, would you ever do that? If this boy don't say no, I'll <laughs> tear these microphones up. What's spoiling? <laughs> spoiling. You know what it is. You've been spoiled before, right? No. You've never been spoiled? No. Probably why you don't spoil people. They say hurt people hurt people. (laughs) (laughs) Spoils people, spoil people. That boy ain't never been spoiled, man. You buy her things for her. You buy her bags and get her hair done and flowers and candy. I may do flowers. And see, that's the weird thing. My wife doesn't like flowers. My wife despises flowers. But I'm but I'm trying to I'm trying to see what would now, take about, you remember what, um, a few months ago when I went out and I bought my wife some things? Would you ever do that? I went out. Like not for a holiday? No, it wasn't a holiday. It was just Tuesday. It was Tuesday. It, in fact, my friend, t- I, I bought her some some shoes. She spent like $2,100 on shoes. And then that was a Saturday. We got back from California, and I bought her a Louis Vuitton purse on Wednesday. And that next Saturday, I bought her another Louis Vuitton purse. Because I knew there were some purses that she had been having her eye on, and I wanted to buy them. It was no special occasion. So you would never do that? Would you do that? Would you spend roughly $8,000 on your significant other, no special occasion, just, just to put a smile on her face, just because she knows she would like No. For the sake of no. survival. Right. No. Why not? Would you appreciate it if it was done to you? No. You wouldn't? No. Mm. I, I wouldn't because, and I think at times I'm, too practical 
Like my brain is practical. So if you were spending eight thousand dollars to like get your credit fixed, or eight thousand dollars to get you a car, or eight thousand dollars to pay down your debt, yes. But eight thousand dollars to buy you a purse because you gonna smile, shit. Yeah, but you you buy you you buy you four K TVs and five seven thousand dollar four K projectors to right. put a smile on your face. Are you like no, it? No, but but know what else know what else I do for those projectors? Okay. I be in my office from five thirty <coughs> in the morning till sometimes no, no, no. eleven twelve o'clock at night. Of it. But that's why it's not that I'm taking somebody else's hard earned money doing that. I'm not asking nobody but to do me she that. She didn't take my money and she didn't ask. But this is what, what I wanted to do. But you, but you equated, but you buy all this for yourself, right? But I'm the person that's also working for it, so I'll put in the work to get it. So you selfish with your money? Which how is that, that selfish? Very selfish. But how is it selfish <laughs> if I'm grinding? I'm working for it. It's mine, right? <laughs> you equated. You equated. Right, but you equated. Me doing that for somebody else, and I, the circumstances that I would spend that kind of money on somebody else would be to help them long term, not for that quick kind of oh thank you so much. You, I, I think you've never had a woman that's been proven. If you if you had that one chick that was proven to you, I think you would jump out the gym for it. My Ooh. wife is entitled to everything so. I have. I would hope so. My wife's entitled to everything be, I have. She's she's proven herself to me. But it would be day one. It would be very difficult for me because I think just my upbringing, I, I've never had the, I've never been afforded the opportunity to be that free with money. So what do you think your love language is? So you don't like gifts. I like gifts when people <laughs> buy me stuff. He just don't like $8,000 worth of gifts. Not That's what it is. Yeah, I'll bring his ass a box of matches. And I was I'll be thinking so about appreciative you. because I'm used to nobody not buying me shit. So if you buy me anything, I'm oh shit, what? You got me a candy bar. This shit is awesome. Thank you. I'm appreciative. But I, yeah, it, it'll be hard. Hmm. It'll be hard to accept the eight thousand dollar gift. It'll be hard to give one. But because I, I want to do something to help your life. So you can live a better life. Well, I think some people it's hard because she she didn't want me to get what I was getting her, and I made her keep them. But you got to realize it was a time when I bought her, like I told you, when I bought her that purse, and I got laid off at work. Yeah. And that was before we got married. I bought her a Louis Vuitton purse, and she found out I got laid off, and she wanted to take the purse back because she didn't think that was the time to get it. She didn't know how much money I had saved up or what I had. So she's proven herself to me time and time again that she watches my money the way I watch it. The average chick would have just said, shit, I got me a Louis Vuitton purse. I don't care if you got laid off. You better get it in the mud. <laughs> get it like you get it. She's not like that. All right, but now let's, let's do this. Let's flip it and say the guys that are, they have guys that are felons. They have guys that broke. They're fat. They're skinny. They handicap, they they got all kind of health issues, but these niggas are still wanting Beyonces and Rihanna's, and have expectations that are wildly like crazy. You can want what you, what you want. Anybody can want what they want. But 
you can want what you want, but I think, and then there's guys that have mismanaged their, mismanaged themselves. Mm-hmm. They've had all these loose kids. Yep. But then think that some woman should still want them. Does that devalue guys when they have like a bunch of baby daddies and ba- <laughs> baby mamas? What's that loose kids? <laughs> <laughs> Not mis- loose kids. Miscellaneous kids. Um, loose babies. I think it does, but if you have a lot of money, it doesn't really matter. So in those cases, so the money. I was just, I was getting ready to say the same thing. I mean, so. if you can take care of them, like say for instance, Ocho Cinco. No, let's talk about a regular person. Let's talk about a okay. regular dude. Uh-huh. A regular dude, he made, let's give him $100,000 a year. Regular dude. And how many kids he got? Let's say three kids, three baby mamas. 100000 is enough to take care oh, of Oh, you kids. can use me. I'm regular enough. Okay. Four kids, three different women. Well, that's a lot. That's, that's a lot to deal with emotionally. And you're, but... Okay, as the guy. I'm sorry. Five kids, four different women. <laughs> hey, but the thing is, I've never had a problem getting a bra. It's different for men because, one, men one, the kids aren't with me 24-7. That's true. If you're a weekend daddy, you're every other weekend daddy, your kid's not with you. You don't have that responsibility. That's true. I can still move and date you and be with you all through the week and tell you, hey, I, gotta t- I got my kids on the weekend. You got the weekend off because I'm dealing with my kids. It's different for a woman if she has those kids with her because they are there with her. Absolutely. There's no privacy, and you're going to always be asked to do something at some point. So, all right, let me ask. So, as a guy who had the four kids, five kids, four baby moms, mm-hmm. right? Did you ever feel like that devalued you on the market? Not once. Because the women didn't let me feel devalued. Because it's different for men. Th- they never let Women me feel devalued. Women can put your, the kids out of sight, out of mind for 90% of the time because they are not with the father 90% So of the basically, time. a guy can overcome him mismanaging his youth just for money. Yes. Kind of, sort of. But if you're thinking about being with somebody long term, a man with for emotional attachments in your relationship is hard to deal with. It's not impossible, but it's easier to deal with somebody who has no outside emotional attachments. It, it, it didn't matter. You take me, Kyrie, Corey, Justin, and Ace. Right there. With Denise, she wanted to welcome everybody in and be a big family. She was out buying my kids clothes, doing everything possible to make them feel wanted and to put herself in good standings with me. She was still jumping out the gym to appease me, who had all these damn kids. All right, so. When I say emotional attachment, I mean you have an outside emotional attachment. You can't tell me that you share a child with somebody and there's no. Shit. I don't know why you can't. No type of. Emotion. There's no emotion. If one of them died, like you wouldn't have an emotional no feeling no. for your children. Uh, my son died, and no, no, me no, and no, his I mother don't have an mother. emotional attachment. <laughs> if the mother died, 
like you wouldn't have a feeling for your child, like your child is suffering, they lost their mother. I care for it's my a, for my child to help my child through that time, but I don't have any. That's but you I'm don't saying. have it for it's that person. else outside of your, it's an outside influence on your household. No. no. It absolutely is. No. Yes. The other, the other woman or the other man, the other woman? Children, they come and go, and there's this other adult that controls part of your apartment. No. For underage children. How, no. How, how do I? they control them? I have that well, situation. That I don't know. I got the situation too with my. As a woman coming in, if you have an an underage child, I have an eight year old kid, an eight year old child. You have to have some type of conversation with no. this person. You have you have a child. What if the child goes to the hospital? Then you go to the hospital and talk to the doctor. Oh my god! He doesn't. Oh my god! That's crazy. How? You don't want to talk to her mother? For what? What we got to talk about? Your child? My kid live here half the time. What we got to talk about? Oh, and you invited to my child support party on August 26th. No <laughs> more child support for eight. No more she'll dealing with our mama, really. Yeah, she'll be 18. No more dealing with our mama, rather. So if your child goes to the hospital, mm -hmm. you wouldn't have the conversation with her mother? I'm going to ask you. No her mother would probably text. Well, she'll probably call me. Right. And once she calls me, I'm going to ask her, where, where are you at? Right. I'm going up to the hospital. I want right. to talk to the doctor for myself. Right. I don't really want to deal with her ever. I have minimal interaction with her. That's, that's, that's. That's what? Crazy. Why? Well. We're not team members. We're separate. I need to make sure everything no, is straight for me. you are team members because you have a kid together. No, no right? we're not team members. No. See, I think you have the old school ideology of that in your head. Like, you're bonded forever. You used to baby mama talk. We're bonded forever. We're going to have this baby. Genie talk. No, 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 no. If something happens with me right now, if I go to the hospital for whatever reason and I cannot speak for myself, my mother is going to call my father mm -hmm. and tell him, What's going on? She can yeah, but your him. daddy is old school. <laughs> they didn't give a damn about them kids. <laughs> the mama, he had to talk to the mama. <laughs> he ain't going to go talk to the doctor. He going to let your mama do right. all the talking exactly. and give him the feedback. Exactly. Yes, that shit don't exist now. That shit don't exist now. My kid got sick. My ex texted me where they were. I went in there. My son was like, I went in there. My kid was sick. Got up. Daddy came to me. Hey, what what we doing? I talking to the people, talking to the doctor. Went out to take X-rays. I took grabbed her hand. She put on a little smock. Mm -hmm. I put on the thing. We took X-rays. We sat there and waited. Her mama was sitting over there in the cut. And you ignored her request. Correct. That's an emotion. That's no, it's not. Yes, I it I is. was tending to my kid. It got time to go. She came there with her mama, so she going to leave with her mama. Her mama got the directions from the doctor. The doctor came and talked to me, AK, and she came over there, was listening. The doctor said what they was going to do. We're going to take x-rays. We're going to do da 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 and then we're going to let y'all know. That takes she energy. left. No, that it takes didn't. Energy. Energy from who? To walk into a room. For you. To walk, to into, walk into a room and be concerned about my kid. Ignore 
what the she knew. Who, gave you your kid. who I was going to talk to, the person that was fixing my kid or the person that had the kid? The one that gave you. Mm-mm, that's Al Green. We went half on that, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we went half. You ain't gave me shit. We Al Greened I it. I mean, yeah, I don't. That, that takes a ball. I don't that ever takes, have to talk to. That takes energy. I don't ever have no. to talk to that, that lady again. No, I don't. To talk to somebody. No, no, I don't. Yes, it does. No. Because I don't even think about her. I'm just looking forward to the day when my baby graduates and she goes to college. I'll never have to talk to that lady again. That's not true. When your daughter gets married and y'all at the wedding and she say, I want my mom and daddy to come take a picture with me. Yeah, that's me. I go up there and take a picture. That's what my baby keeps saying. When I get married, daddy, you got to talk to mama then. I say the hell with your mama. I never talk to her again. your kid knows that you don't talk to her mama? Yeah, she know I don't give a damn about her mama. That ain't no secret. That is absolutely mine. But she also what? understands why I don't give a damn about her mama. So it's no secret. But Shannon, know what I think it is? You haven't had that experience mm-hmm. yet. So you have. I have. I was with a dude that had two kids. Right, but you haven't felt it. Because if you, if you would have went through it. Oh, you mean going through the trauma? Yeah. You would understand. I'm not beefing with my ex. I got to get you pregnant if you want to get pregnant. <laughs> I'm not beefing with my ex. But I don't saying. have to talk to her. I think it takes a lot of energy it, to, it, no, the, the to energy, keep up a wall and not. It ain't a wall. What do we have to talk to about? Me. What do you have to talk about? What do you think you have to talk about? But you, you, you don't. No, my, no. When your daughter graduates from high school, mm-hmm. what are you going to do for her graduation? We're going to have a party at my house, and they have a party at theirs, just like she said. My daughter wants to have a mutual ground party. I got my daughter for one week, then she go to her mama's for one week. She comes to me one week, go to her mama's one week. I don't have to talk to her mama. I can tell you what I happened. I talk to the counselor at the school. I know all the information her mama knows. I can tell you what happened for my daughter's graduation from the first grade. We went to the graduation. Me and Paul were sitting right up in the front. I don't know where our mama was sitting. Graduation was over. My baby came off the steps. Daddy, Uncle Paul. Then she gave me her diploma. She went over, went somewhere by her mama. Her goddaughter, her godmama was there. Paul was over there being Mr. Friendly vibe. <laughs> I was standing over I there. I had by to take myself. a godmama and goddaddy picture. That takes energy. No, it don't. I stood, do I stood where make I was. Sure that you stay away from no, no, no. I just stayed in my spot. Hey, you you would have to see the interaction. It's the funniest shit you ever gonna that say. Is, that's because crazy. That is crazy. his ex mother lost. <laughs> Hey, Greg, that dude started looking in the sky. <laughs> oh it's obvious God. that he don't like nobody. It's funny to me because I'm like, certainly he's going to give a nod, a head nod, a grunt or something. He just does this. That takes energy. That no, is emotion. Yes, it is. No, it's just me. If it is, he don't know that it's emotion, it's, nor do I. You know what it is? It it's is. me just leaving people alone. That don't take no emotion for me. Because if we not cool, what I owe you? I don't owe you nothing. I'm not doing you nothing. By keeping my distance, I'm not doing you nothing. I just, it's different. And then we left. Just never, I, me and Paul left. Me, Paul, and my baby left. Went we to went got, we went to a restaurant. We went to the, the hamburger place because my baby like hamburgers, and we had a little graduation, graduation dinner. dinner. And we left. <laughs> I would think 
knew something was wrong with my ex if we were at a graduation and he didn't speak to you, his you, mom. You still want to be detached. That's unhealthy. To speak to somebody? It's unhealthy. Because no, to show your children. Any, any therapist will tell you that no, when you end a situation, you should end it. it. Not, you I still want to be. No, was, what do you think is more difficult if... For, what would you think would be more difficult for somebody in my situation or Paul's situation? If Paul's married, right? But him and, Ch- him and his ex are super chummy and super buddy-buddy. never said super chummy or super buddy-buddy. Just in some houses, even cordial will cause a problem with your new marriage. It will. But it shouldn't. Cordial. No, but, but let me explain something to you. When I first divorced that lady, we were trying to super co-parent. What we were doing is when I have the kids for the weekend, she would come over Friday and eat dinner with us, right? And then Saturday, she would come over for movies when we watch we watch movies, right? And then Sunday, yeah, hell yeah. Then Sunday, when I take the kids back to her, she had cooked and it was, well, come on and eat. So that was our routine. And then when she had the kids for the weekend, I was expected to come over there Friday and just hang out, play board games, this and that. And then Saturday, uh, watch movies. And then I would always stop by there and see the kids before they started school that week just to help their week go by well. Because we, she wanted to see Unity. When I walked in the house, she hugged me. You know, when she came to my apartment, she would hug me to show the kids that we were still They're a family. Yeah, that we sh- that we were still a family. Now, things changed when I started dating my current wife, right? My current wife wasn't with that shit. My current wife said, hey, y'all can co-parent, but that has nothing to do with her coming over to your apartment with the kids. The kids are with you. That shit's got to stop. So, when I stopped doing that, and then my ex-wife felt like I was pulling back from her, not so much the kids, then it became a problem. But then when she got ready to get me, when she started dating a guy, she saw how off-putting that was. Mm -hmm. Because that guy told her that we were way too close. Because although they were engaged, then they got married, when I would come in the house, she would still hug me. That caused problems, that whole co-parenting for the kids to see us this way, that we're still a family unit, yada, 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 when we really weren't a family unit. That causes way more problems. You need to have a good slice, cut, divide True. to know that I'm I your agree. daddy, that's your mama. Our responsibility is to maintain, watch you, take care of you. You are the focus, I not agree. us. That causes a lot of issues. Because when you bring in different parties, like right now, me and her don't have a relationship at all. I choose not to because her ex, her husband thought something was going on with us and told her that we were way too close, and she started acting a certain way. So I just, well, we don't need to be nothing. Well, if y'all still spending a weekend together, then of yeah, course yeah, that would cause a problem. But um, I don't think there's anything wrong with being cordial. No. With we're all sitting in a room. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, I'm not even doing that. I'm not doing none of that. We would never be in a room. Why not? Why would we? 
you were in the room, your baby was in the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Only time we was in the room when I had them legs up at 10 and 12. We ain't never been in a room again together. Yeah, I have no desire. I, I think it's crazy. Take that, take that, take that right there, right there, right there. So, Paul, what was the last part? So, it was the ladies mismanage their vagina. Guys apparently can't mismanage because if you get some paper, mm-hmm. you'd be all right. You can because, no, no, no. What if you have felonies? Like, can you leave the country? Can you get a passport? Can you? You still, like, what can you, you, can, you can still you gonna do? be with me, or you're gonna spend your money to help get my record expunged to the point to find out yeah, if, if I, I will if, ever be able to. If get I get paper, I get my record expunged. Well, you can do that before you meet me. But it's things as a felon I can do. I can go drive trucks and make a hundred thousand dollars a year as a felon, a murderer, bank robber, rapist, whatever. I, I you can go make that money. Limits what you can do, right? As it relates to what you can be a truck driver. Living your life, can you? Voting, you states. don't need yeah, to certain vote. States you certain can. states you can vote, but how's voting going to stop? Scheme of things, that don't mean that ain't going to stop nobody from being with you. Ma'am, I went to jail for murder. You think I'm concerned about voting? <laughs> <laughs> God, I don't give a damn about no, voting. No, I'm just speaking on things that would affect the relationship. Just things that wouldn't that, that wouldn't affect like, period. That and it is because the felons having a fit that they want to vote, so it does. No, if, no. that ain't gonna stop you from. That would would that stop would that stop you from dating somebody because he can't vote? No, it would stop me from dating him if he was in prison for murder. Why? Why? Because you have the ability to kill somebody. How you know he didn't kill somebody who harmed his family member? So well, I got I more mean, respect I, for a murderer than well, I do me, a rapist. Well, at, at that well at that same point, so you wouldn't date a service member who was. Stationed overseas, that might have killed somebody. You wouldn't date a Navy SEAL because he got the ability to kill somebody regularly. He clocks in to kill. Speaking on somebody who you out here gang banging and kill somebody. So that gang banging killing, they die different than (laughs) than in the service member war. No, dying is dying, death is death, killing is killing. Not according to Challenge, it's not. You said the ability to kill. But look what you said at first. The ability to kill. Well, yes, the ability to kill. Me and Paul had the ability to kill. We was both in the military. So ability to kill, what you talking about? You're on the podcast with murderers. (laughs) We both signed up to murder people. But you're not a murderer. We both signed up to murder people. How do you know? Somebody's house and just kill them. They did that in Afghanistan. They did that in Afghanistan. It's a different ballgame. I mean, but. I, I, don't, I don't really know. So you meet a guy, I mean, treats you nice. You meet a guy, he treats you nice. So you, you be... Somebody. Well, you be... Not out of self-defense. Yeah. I, I, that's it's a reason for everything. What if, you met a, what if you met a guy and he got into it with another guy? And the guy told him, the next time I see you, I'm going to kill you. But he ended up killing him. He murdered him. In every sense of the word, but he was protecting his life also. But he's six six, six pack abs, got a whole lot of money, hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. But he just who happened to be a felon. You still scared? I'm scared of killing. Are you still scared after he fits all the bills? You from Detroit? That's all there is killers. Jerry curls, gold teeth, and fur coats, but they kill us. Money Mike killed nine That's people. That's all they do is kill people but out there. Shannon was at the movie theater kissing down with Money Mike. Them dudes, them dudes, and you know I'm right. Were you scared of them dudes, those killers? Them the same ones that used to buy your drinks and everything. 
Was you scared, you were of, scared of those killers? But you didn't stop. I wasn't scared. Of you wasn't scared, scared of those of, killers. You weren't scared of Detroit killers. Got to be more careful. Paul, what's the last part? What's the last part? <laughs> the last part is who? Are you qualified to get one of those people? Yeah. Which out of the men and the women who's mismanaged themselves, which one is really qualified to have what it is that they re- they want? Men. The men. Men. Anybody can have what they want. No. No. Because men, it, it, we've clearly stated that a guy can erase the majority of his shortcomings with money. Versus women, we've seen a, a trillion powerful women with tons of money that can't get a dude. I.e., Halle Berry can't keep a man. Fine, give it. Got plenty of money. But let's look at just real world Tony women. Braxton. I've seen, but just think about when you go to Walmart. Birdman. Birdman. She ain't with no. She ain't been with Birdman in the years. That ain't happening yeah. no more. No, they still together. still together. That's what she said. Now listen, I don't know her personally, but that's what she said. But my thing is, just when in regular life, I know women that make a bunch of money that don't have no man. All the dudes I know, no matter how they look, if they make money, they got a woman. Keep one around. But I know dudes that don't make money that keep women around. Yeah. And the nerve of you women that get mad when you get cheated on. When a dude makes a hundred, hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. Tyrone in the project cheats on Brenda every day and he's broke. He don't even work. But no sit around drink forty ounces. But know what I think the girl that this this what I think too. How how guys have it easier. A 70-year-old man can still have a baby with a 20-year-old chick. And if it's paper right, he can get the 20-year-old chick. Larry King? You don't see 70-year-old women, 20-year-old dudes. I wouldn't be able to touch her. She would feel like a a skin sack. She would feel like a skin suit. See, but just what you said, Shannon, that's disgusting. But to for the dudes, old lady and the young boy, but you didn't say that for the old man and the young girl. Exactly. How many of them old boys used to mess around? <laughs> them old, but them how many, old killers But think Detroit. about it. If you a guy, <laughs> if you a guy, you get multiple sh- shots at it. Yeah. You got from your 20s to 70. Oh, just keep going. To, and then you could just keep going younger because the older you get, the younger you could date. You could date. I'm almost 50. But I could date a, I could go date a twenty year old right now. I would not. I could. I would not. But but if you if a woman fifty, can she really go get a twenty year old? If she's paid. How often do you see it? Not often. I think guys just get more shots at it. Would you date a twenty year old, Shaw? No. Why not? Is he a kid? What, what's your what's your date. what's your area? What's your numbers? Starting at uh, up to probably thirty five ish is where you start. Yeah. Up to what? Forty seven, forty eight. I don't. I'm s- like a younger dude wouldn't date me because he'd be like, "You is not my mama." Because you'd be trying to boss him around. Yeah, that's kind of like my aspect. You know what I'm saying? I. I I just I couldn't do it. So what's your what's your window, G? 
starting at up to? 26 to like 45. 26, are you willing to give her a baby? Them 20s want babies. 20s and th- between 26 and yeah, 35? She's she 26, bad, and like got her shit together? Yeah, I have a baby. That's a unicorn. What? That's a unicorn. It's very few of them. Out. She's 26. I can't you're even saying it. Bad as hell and, yeah. and got her shit together. That's a unicorn. Yeah, but they got them. They got them. Yeah, but her horn might be broken shit. <laughs> her tail clipped and shit. It's something, it's something wrong with her you ain't seeing. Yeah. Because if she a unicorn, she out on the market still something cause wrong. Because financially, I think the older guys get, the more in the financial space you're comfortable with taking on more responsibility. So I can have a baby right now and be fine. I make more than enough to su- I can support a baby. But what if you got to support her and the baby? I, I could. Financially, Would you be willing to do that, though? Yeah, why not? Depending on what I get. Because, you know, my number one slogan, what I get. Well, what would you want? Now, if I get, say, say if I cut Great that deal. Question, but say if I get that, if I cut that deal, well, it's all on me. I want the Paul Irvin deal. I want the submission. I want the, you got to listen. You got to listen. You got to do all that. I want it'll flip for me. But I think when you say submissiveness, women think that, you know, they got to come to you with a steel plate <laughs> that they done beat your food together. Here, I killed the eagle myself. <laughs> I'm on my knees. Here you go, <laughs> sir. That's not submissive. That's not submissive. And they women make it sound so bad. Y'all been it's dogged in ways. Don't penalize me for what you let so the it's last the dude do to you. Don't really know what submission is. It, m- that talk about it so much because if you really and truly want a submissive wife and you are a leader of your household, you don't have to say it to anybody. It's yeah, you never have to say. You never I, have to. You say never it. have to say you the king if you the yeah, king. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. So but then I, I think my expectation would be different if I'm paying for everything and it's all on me. My expectations are different because now the the rules will be different because we're not partners. So if it's not a if it's not that kind of a partnership where we're both contributing financially, then of course the terms are going to change because the job title changed. It can't say. Oh, you signing up 50-50 partner. Yeah, you 50-50 partners, but your 50-50 is going to come in a different form of a contribution. So now your contribution would have to align with more what you will be able to contribute because now you'd be taking care of the kid. You'd be at home. So, of course, you could do more stuff around the house versus if in my ideal situation, you will be pursuing your dreams Career-wise, you'd be away from the home, and we wouldn't have a little kid. So, yeah, you're gonna contribute financially. You're gonna, it'll just be a different kind of contribution. You, you, you make certain allotments. Like my wife went back to school because I asked her to go back to school. I felt like her going back to school, getting her degree, would create more opportunities for her. So, I pitch in a whole lot more. I take care of a whole lot more things, housewise. Doing stuff in the house, making sure I'm 
super attentive to my baby, feeding her in the daytime. I don't, you know, my wife's not fixing my plate. My wife, when I say she fixed my plate, you got to realize my wife didn't cut that deal to cook every day. My wife may cook two days a week. So when we talk about submissiveness and all, submissiveness and all this shit or her fixing my plate, what you really doing if you're fixing it two days a week? I appreciate it, but you're not in there with bacon powder on your forehead with an apron <laughs> on whipping up biscuits from scratch. I'm not asking that. Right. Half the time, I'm taking her out to dinner. So in, in that regard, her just giving me the respect and moving out of the way and let me do what I'm going to do as it relates to taking care of the household speaks volumes. It in turn makes me endeared to her and want to do more for her because I don't have the interactions or the bad interactions that a lot of men have with their wife. Some right. of the shit that I hear, I got a leaving spirit. I will leave you. I will go on divorcewriter.com and leave your motherfucking ass like this the Baltimore boy said, I have a leave, like the people in church say, I have a given spirit. I, I got, got a, a leaving, leaving spirit. spirit. Hey. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In Jesus' name. Well, shall I, I'll I'll leave you. <laughs> I will leave you. Because the thing is, I've been a quitter in relationships all my life. I've mastered the art of leaving. My track record speaks volumes. I will leave you. I've divorced two of financially great women. I don't care about your money. I'll leave you. I'll start from scratch and I'll leave. Only thing I hate I left was that barbecue pit <laughs> when I left that second good and that lawnmower. That lawnmower was great. I don't even cut grass, but it's the fact that I left that lawnmower. It was a uh, self-propelled lawnmower. <laughs> and and, it, and the bag pack and the bag had the thing that packed it all in. And when you take it out, the grass is in a square. A great lawnmower. That lawnmower and my barbecue pit. But I was trying to leave so goddamn fast, <laughs> I left it. If I just took my time. But I digress. All right, we're going to get out of here. This was a very lively episode. Um, you guys check us out on the next one. We got some big news coming as far as the video component to the podcast. We've, we've threatened that before. But I, this time we're really going to go through with it so you'll be able to see who you're listening to. You'll also be able to call in. More details coming soon. Y'all have any parting words? <laughs> My parting word is, Shallon, how the hell are you scared of killers? <laughs> you in Detroit. And we that's out. all that's there. That's who used to buy your drinks.